0: This is Co Pilots, the podcast where we watch not just the first episode of a show, but also the second. Some shows just don't have the best pilot episode, and giving it that second chance might just change your mind. Here, we take that chance for you and let you know our opinion on if a show deserves more than just one shot. I'm Justice. Alongside me is my co pilot, Josh. Now, let's get ready for takeoff. Your in flight entertainment this week will be Reservation.
1: Uh, there's the new FX original TV show, it's also on Hulu, by Taika Waititi. You might know him from, I don't know, any number of things he's done. He was in Green Lantern.
0: He, what we doing in the shadows?
1: He was in Free Guy.
0: Yeah, yeah. He
1: did some Marvel stuff, I think. Um,
0: yeah, like, he d- like, definitely did.
1: Like that Thor movie that was really, really good. Dark World, that's the one.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: He didn't do Dark World. That was a joke. He did Ragnarok, the good Thor. Anyways, he's also... One of the executive producers and directors of this show, Reservation Dogs, which is described as a dark comedy about Native American life in, in the modern United States.
0: Yeah, so, you know, it's definitely going to be kind of dark because we're kind of shitty to our indigenous people. And kind of just shitty to anyone that's not white <laughs> or straight or likes guns or God. Huh. We might have some issues in America.
1: So, Reservation Dogs opens up with a radio program, which acts as our initial
0: exposition for the scene. So, I'd like to say something real quick. Uh, You're not allowed to complain this time. Reservation Dogs. Episode 1. Fucking Rez Dog.
1: Why am I not allowed to complain?
0: Because the episode thing is my thing. You didn't fucking do it this time.
1: You know, it used to be my thing, but at this point, I just rely on you.
0: (laughs) Because you don't fucking remember. (laughs)
1: Like... I I really felt like it was an important aspect of the show when we started. because I think what people name their episodes does matter.
0: Yeah, I know. It does have weight, but you've come across so many fucking things that don't name them. Or like the first episode is just called Pilot. Which really gives you that flavor of the show. So many shows are about like people driving or controlling something. I, I don't know why. It's been really unclear in a lot of these, but they're piloting something. You know,
1: that's where we got our name from. A pilot's the first episode co-pilots
0: that doesn't make any sense you're just dumb <laughs> it was your idea so fucker. anyways reservation dogs opens with a what what was that thing on i heard a voice It was really crackly w- yeah, what's the thing called so it was a radio program it's basically telling us that a, a radio program yeah you know like when
1: you are in a car and it plays music but you're not you don't have anything connected to it
0: that doesn't make sense but okay suspicion disbelief i got it
1: <laughs> or like those old radios that i used to have
0: like Suspension of disbelief. Got it. Let's go.
1: You had a boombox, a radio? <laughs> I
0: know. I'm clearly joking.
1: It's not just me. I mean, I know I'm like older <laughs> than you, but not that much older than you.
0: So we open up with a DJ kind of just welcoming people.
1: You know, while we're on this, you guys ever have a radio that could like pick up TV channels before TV went digital? Yeah, that, that was weird, was the right? Like I had a TV, I had a radio that you could like listen to like Fox on or CW yeah. before they all went digital and you can't pick them up on radio anymore. Anyways, yeah. So we start with a radio program that it lays the scene for us. It tells the, tells us that we're in a reservation in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and we get some like just feel for this area of Oklahoma
0: because we're panning in along the city from the sky down around a bit.
1: And then he plays a song for. A, he he says that the radio DJ says it's a throwback. Yeah. And we see four teenagers wearing bandanas over their their, their faces, and they're getting ready to steal a chip truck.
0: Yeah. And what are like, like like a potato the... chip truck. Yeah. What I like is that here they're communicating with hand signs that I'm pretty sure isn't all ASL, but it appears to have like a very solid base in ASL. From what I know, the tiny bit of ASL that I've seen, it looks like it. I might just be straight up wrong.
1: I have no idea. My ASL is very, very minimal at best. Anyways, um, they wait for the driver to go in the store where he's delivering these chips at, and they run, take the truck, and take off. They do. There is a brief argument between two of the teenagers, though.
0: Yeah, but also... As they go, like, the moment they go to steal the truck and sprint out from behind their cover is the moment the song really hits in, which is just great. hmm I love that shit.
1: So, the two teenagers that are in the front of the truck
0: argue about seatbelts. And then the route they should take to take this truck wherever they're taking it.
1: Yep. So, we get two characters here, Bear and Allura.
0: Um Allura Dannon, which, uh, if you recognize, yeah, that's that's from the movie Willow. It is mentioned in the show. We'll get to it. So...
1: Bear and Alora argue. Alora doesn't think wearing seatbelts is cool, especially when you're in the
0: middle of stealing a truck. And Bear's just like, yeah, but you're still in a truck. Like, what if you get involved in a chase or some shit? You need the seatbelt. It keeps you safe.
1: But the basics of this comes down to Bear is kind of a cautious individual and Alora is not. They get to the point where they should turn because they're taking this truck somewhere. And Bear's like, we need to turn here. And Alora's like, it's faster if we go straight. And Bear's like, yeah, but
0: and that takes you past Big, who is apparently a police officer in the area.
1: She doesn't turn because she cares more about speed than safety. You
0: gotta go fast.
1: And they tear by big... We should be noted this entire time. The ramp that you would trolley the boxes of chips out is still down because they didn't manage to slide that back in before they took off.
0: Dude, those things are shit. I don't blame them. Yeah, no, it's a pain in the ass. You gotta, like, push and lift up and then pull back and, and then, then drop and then and slide then down and jiggle it in until it locks in place. And
1: you gotta two step to the left and, like,
0: three hops this
1: time and
0: no one's gonna get that reference it's a bad song everybody at least (laughs) your age will get that reference so they drive past big but luckily he doesn't notice because he's too busy watching a conspiracy video about the jfk assassination on this film man i have never like had an immediate feel for a character so fast (laughs) he was just like i know what this man is i I, know who he is
1: i know this man in real life (laughs) (laughs) the version i know isn't native american he's white but i know him yeah Yeah, so they eventually arrive at a junkyard where they are greeted by a bunch of white trash. I would just like to point
0: out that I think this is where my notes, just to note that I am a classier individual than you. You called it a junkyard, and my notes are called a salvage yard.
1: Laura calls the people at this junkyard meth heads. I think it's a junkyard.
0: I mean, yeah, probably, but I didn't know that. I didn't see the meth heads yet. (laughs) So they arrive at the junkyard, they're greeted
1: by a guy whose name I am forgetting, we get it later, not here though.
0: Ansel, A-N-S-E-L, Ansel. Yes, Ansel. And, and to quote Allure exactly, when she pulls up and sees them, it's fucking meth head zombie apocalypse.
1: Yeah, um, Ansel is the whitest motherfucker you've ever met.
0: So I recognize him, I've seen him in so many things, I just don't know his name as an actor. I'm I don't pretty know the sure he's name.
1: an idiocracy. I don't... He's not not the main character in Idiocracy, but he's one of the characters I think he's
0: in there. I think he's in... I think he might be in, like, Pineapple Express as well. He kind of generally, from what I remember of him, plays kind of the dumb guy. Yeah. Or the pothead. One of the two, which is basically the same character stereotype. But yeah, so they arrive at the junkyard. They meet Ansel,
1: and he, like, kicks the truck and is like, yep, that's a solid truck. Like, he thinks it's gold or something, and that, like...
0: Yeah, I don't don't know, man. Like,
1: ooh, he did tells them that... Kenny boy is waiting for them in the office.
0: Mm-hmm. And then he says, "Uh, that's your cue, because he's trying to make a joke, because he was using a pull cue to intimidate them. Yes. It wasn't funny. No one laughed.
1: So we get the four of them. Three of them are going into the office, and Bear tells the guy who appears to be the youngest of the group mm-hmm. to wait at the truck. Just they... to go through them real fast, we got a Laura. She's the dangerous wild card.
0: Or well, Laura Dannon, the dangerous wild card.
1: We got Bear, the de facto leader.
0: We have Willie Jack, the... Vaguely rebellious, tough one. And then we got Cheese. He's the youngest one. Yeah. He's the youngest kind of quirky one that everyone kind of just like likes because every group has to have one of them. I love Cheese.
1: So the four of them go into the office. Well, three of them leave Cheese yeah, behind sorry, to watch the chairs. Three, three go into the office and they meet Kenny Boy, who they've met before. Who I, I also think. recognize. I think they've had to meet him before, right? Because like...
0: Yeah, I, I assume they've met him. They just don't directly cover because we're dropped right into this but like he, truck he, heist but he like talks
1: like it's the first time he's met them he's like so somebody tells me that you're the best bandits in the reservation yeah well best bandits in town small town though like he acts like it's the first time he's met them but like we get flashbacks where he's obviously met them before yeah so
0: uh they introduce themselves to him essentially and... i'm
1: saying that this scene is bad writing it's funny but it doesn't fit with i'm not sure it's bad
0: writing because It might just be that they've done work for Kenny before, but never actually met him in person.
1: Oh, that's fair. That could be it. That
0: kind of feels like what it might be. I feel
1: like that when we see them deliver copper, he's there when they deliver the copper. I don't know. I don't remember. Anyways, he buys the chip shark from them. And then Willie and Allura kind of like elbow and hiss at Bear. And he's like, oh yeah, um, can we have the chips?
0: Yeah. But this is also the point where I mentioned that I would bring up the fact that the movie Willow is mentioned. Because the moment that Bear introduces as Allura, um... Kenny is apparently a quite a movie buff because he goes on about, well, did you know that Laura and the baby in the in the movie Willow, made by Ron Howard, a great picture, by the way, that's basically Kenny talking. I, I agree. I enjoy Willow, but Kenny is a film buff. He likes Willow. He uh, was actually played by two twins. That way neither would get fatigued because you don't really want a crying baby on set. And he's just kind of going off about that and then just kind of tapers off at the end. Like All of a sudden, he's just like, okay, take your money, go. Yeah. Like, he just, like, remembered, oh, wait, I'm doing crime stuff.
1: Yeah, and then Bear, Bear's like, um, can we get, can we have the chips? And Kitty's like, give me a dollar. Yeah. And, like, Bear's, like, sorting through the money really fast, he's like, just give me a dollar, one buck. And Bear goes the dollar over, he's like, yeah, you can have the chip.
0: Yeah, and then they're just sitting there, he's like, this is where you get up and go. Go on, get, go.
1: But while this is happening outside, Cheese is hanging out at the truck, and Ansel's out there, and all the other white meth heads are out there. Mm-hmm. And Cheese kind of, like, looks at Ansel and goes... My name is Cheese, my pronouns are he, him, and his, and Ansel looks at him, and Ansel again, yeah, the whitest motherfucker you've ever seen, goes, cool, I'm a Native American.
0: To which Cheese kind of just nods and Ansel backs the fuck away and leaves, and then we see them walking with lots of boxes of chips to their secret base. And we get the
1: splash screen for the title, mm-hmm. Reservation Dogs, and then Bear via like
0: oh. a VHS recording it feels like because the granny quality of it yeah. and then when he's showing it in class i think they literally stop a vhs too
1: yeah so he gives a tour of like the Kinda reservation what like what th- them and what they do and like it's talking about how this is their secret base you can't tell anybody where it's at he's a secret obviously this is where they like hang out and get and eat catfish and like uh this is the art that willie has done on the walls and stuff because she spray paints and tags stuff
0: yeah And basically by establishing, like, two key locations and that they do crime more than just stealing stuff, we then cut to a classroom where the teacher's like, okay, good job, that's good, and goes to stop it. No,
1: because, like, that's not all of it.
0: Oh, is it not? I thought that, that was...
1: No, because this video also talks about how they're
0: trying to, like, save up money because they're oh, trying yeah. to get out
1: of the reservation because their friend Daniel died last
0: year. And they, they're blaming it on, like, the conditions of the reservation, so they want to get the fuck out. So they don't also and die The here. video
1: also mentions that they're having a memorial for him in a couple days.
0: Did it? I missed that part.
1: Yep. Also, we get a brief instance of them hanging around outside a big police cruiser and talking about how terrible at his job Big is.
0: Yeah, how he thinks he's hot shit and he's not.
1: Yep. So we cut from the school to a yard
0: Mm -hmm. they're just sitting out front of this house lawn chairs a cooler with a little with the lid up and a cardboard thing taped to it that says 50 cents chips
1: yep they're selling the flame flamers that they stole from the truck and this is the scene that kind of sets up their rivals because like the show is about a gang on an indian reservation that it's gonna have like a gang war idea to it a little bit yeah but like they're all teenagers so it's not like I guess I should say it's not, like, serious gang violence and shit. Because they're actually doing real crime, stealing cars and shit. Yeah. But, like, so far, it's not any legitimate, like...
0: Big, big time, like, crime. Like, yeah, drug smuggling, murder, human smuggling. Well, they're selling these flaming flamers. Human trafficking. When I say human smuggling, I guess you smuggle humans when you traffic them. Whatever.
1: When they're selling the flaming flamers, we get introduced to a bunch of side characters. We don't get any names here, but, like, we're introduced to characters who will show up later in this series. Yeah. And I,
0: I think one of the characters we see might be Takeo O T T in just an outfit buying chips. I might be wrong. Yeah, there's, it was very very. Brief. Because
1: there's a couple of characters here who never come up again in the, at least in these two episodes. We are introduced to about five characters in this scene who are established characters who will show up again later. Two of
0: them being two
1: indigenous people with dwarfism.
0: Yeah, and they drop some pretty fire bars that I just wasn't expecting. They're not the best, but they're pretty good. My only complaint is they just kind of keep rhyming with the word pop. But other than that, it was. Like, I, honestly, it's a bit of a jam. Like, yeah, like I, enjoy I like to hear it. the full
1: song. Yeah. Then we jump into Bear's house, where we see him taking the money that they've made and putting it in a cash box, mm-hmm. which is just a shoebox that he ties
0: shut. Yeah, he's just shoving underneath his bed.
1: Um, we are. We also encounter his mother here because he has to take a pee, but his
0: mother is in the bathroom. Yeah, we also see him... I can't tell if he's stealing cash from his mother's purse. No, actually, he's putting money in her purse. I, like, I could, like, I couldn't tell if he was stealing it from her or putting it in her purse. Yeah, it's hard to tell. With, it, like, it's a situation. bit of a
1: bait-and-switch. Like, It makes it look like he's trying to s- steal money from her purse, which, with what we know of his character so far, makes sense. See,
0: I was thinking he put it in there, though, just because we did see him put his cash like where he was storing it, and he did that before he got in her purse. So I was like, eh.
1: Yeah, so he put like a 20 or something in her wallet, and he's like... Hey, I need to take a pee. He's like, I'm busy. He's still getting ready. He's like,
0: what you got going on tonight? You going to work? And she's like, no, I'm going out with some friends. And he's like, who are you going out with? And she just like kind of calls him grandpa. And he's like, do you think it's time I got you a new dad? And he's just like, but I have a dad.
1: Yeah, so they get into the kind of argument here. Um, nothing's resolved. He kind of just walks out, back to, yeah. out to, back out
0: but the... But we also do learn that his dad is an out-of-work rapper. Yeah, his dad's a rapper. And his mother jokes, maybe jokes about getting like... A new lawyer dad for him or a doctor dad?
1: Yeah. um, This scene doesn't really have a resolution because he walks out back to the yard mm-hmm. where everybody is still selling flaming flamers.
0: And just as he gets out, Big pulls up in his police car.
1: Not just yet, because when he gets out there, Willie Jack is trying to get money out of the gas, the, oh, yeah, like yeah. the motorcycle gas can they're using to store.
0: And they're just like, why'd you put it in? And she's like,
1: it's safe, it's safe in, in there. there.
0: I told you guys not to trust me with the money.
1: It's a good scene. Good, funny. Ha ha. And then Big pulls up. Yeah. And, like, they quickly hurry to hide the evidence that they're selling anything. Like, uh, the cooler that they have all the chips in and it's the closed. sign that says.
0: Well, the, the sign is on the inside of the cooler. Least, yeah. So, they just close it and then I think Bear's the one that sits on it.
1: I thought it was Alora.
0: It might be Allura. Someone sits on the cool.
1: Yeah. It was, it was either Bear or Willie Jack, actually. Sorry. Allura, yeah. Laura's in the. Lawn chair. Yeah. So, Bear comes up and he's like, you guys hear about that truck got stolen?
0: Big comes up. Yeah. Sorry.
1: Big. Yeah. You,
0: you hear about that truck that got stolen? Right in broad daylight brazen these criminals are getting braver and braver and when he's initially talking about it it seems very much like he knows it's them yep but then he continues to talk about just how brazen these criminals are
1: yeah last week two still two cars got stolen copper from 20 different street lights
0: all the steaks from patterson's grocery station they took all of them
1: old lady louise had her medicinal edibles stolen from right her off porch. her porch she those for her cataracts and there's been profane graffiti showing up everywhere. Of penis and boobies. Penis and boobies. You kids see you see anything like that? And they're like, no, nope, no. can't say I have. He's like, hmm.
0: Well, he's just like, oh, uh, well, that, uh, okay, whatever. Yeah, honestly, though, I'm not too concerned about that. I'm more concerned about the uh, supernatural things going on around here. And then he talks about some farmer, I think it was. Yeah, he's
1: like, yeah, this farmer at the edge, at edge of the res said he spotted the deer lady. She hasn't been spotted around here in years. Yeah.
0: And then I think it's cheese. Wh- says, no,
1: Willie Jack. That's Willie Jack. that's this. Oh, is it? Yeah.
0: She- my uh, uncle's been fucking the, ch- the dear lady for like the past three years.
1: Yeah. No, she says my uncle was married to the uh, yeah. dear lady for three years, and she goes bullshit. Yeah. And then but she goes.
0: Big seems rather interested in like that idea. And then like, Willie goes, oh.
1: "Nah, he's got nudie pictures of her. He said so. Yeah. But yeah, and Big's like, hmm. And then he turns to Barry. He's like, Hey, your mum home?
0: And Bear's just like, no, no, you missed her. She just left.
1: She just left. He's like, well, tell her I stopped by. Tell her I was looking for her.
0: And then Big takes off in his police car, and the others just start cracking jokes about how uh, Big's trying to become his new dad, trying to get up with his mom and shit.
1: Yep. They then close up shop at the, for the Flaming Flamers for the day and head to get catfish and lunch
0: at Robin Cleo's.
1: At Robin Cleo's, yep. But on their way there, the three guys that were the three people who were watching them while they were selling Flaming Flamers didn't really mention them, but like I said, introduces five characters in this scene mm-hmm. the rappers, and then three guys who were watching them across the street.
0: And the three individuals, I was initially confused because two of them were wearing red bandanas, one was wearing blue. And I'm just like, I feel like this is supposed to be like another rival gang, mm-hmm. but without like a uniform coloration because. The four we meet here all have black bandana.
1: No, they still have blues and reds.
0: No, 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 no. The Our four main characters all oh. have a black bandana. Okay, yeah, that's fair. The three we see across have blue and red. So, like, our main characters are uniform across in that collar, and our new rivals aren't. So I was like, and also I was like, I'm confused by this. Are they, are they meant to be a rival, like, gang? Or and are they just some. When those three walk off, whatever. The person
1: in the middle, the leader looking person, girl, says, Well, we need to go get White Steve. Yeah. And so this is the debut of White Steve. He's all four, of, all four of these rival gang members in blue and red bandanas drive by, and open fire on our main characters. And our our main main characters get hit multiple times. They're all down.
0: It's a very very dramatic scene. Everything kind of slows down. Cheese gets shot in the head. Yeah. And um, yeah, all our main characters are dead. It was paintballs, okay?
1: Man, way to kill the swerve. Way to kill it.
0: Yeah. we did miss one thing briefly on their way allure is apparently like their treasurer almost in charge of their cash flow and money because allure is the one calculating like well if we get we can only spend like two bucks each on catfish and if we do that saving up our money on our current rate we should be able to go to la in like two months
1: because they're trying to get to
0: california like everyone else
1: yeah and after they get pelted by paintballs bear is knocked
0: unconscious and he gets a vision of an unknown warrior i would just like to call him a wimp real quick because he's not even the person who got shot in the fucking head but we get, he gets a vision of an unknown warrior, an Indian,
1: a Native American, as he says. Well he, well, he calls himself an Indian first. He's like, probably call me an indigenous person now. Yeah. My name, though, William Knifeman. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And yeah,
1: yeah. um, he was, William Knifeman died when his horse. He died at the Battle of Little Big Bighorn. But he died when his horse stepped in a gopher hole and flipped and landed on him and killed him.
0: Yeah. And now it's his job to kind of wander around this spiritual world and help other people. Which sucks, apparently, because the spirit world's cold, so his nips are constantly hard. And he's always hungry. Yeah, it's just not a good time for him.
1: But William Man asks Bear, he's like, So what, what are you doing for your people? I died for my people. And this kind of, like, when Bear wakes up makes him feel guilty about the stuff they've been doing. Yeah. But anyways, when, they, when he does wake up, the group is approached by Mose and Miko, the two rappers from earlier.
0: Yeah, and they're just commenting on this shootout.
1: Yeah, and they're like, yeah, that, that was that was the Indian Mafia. And their leader, Jackie, just moved in down by somebody else whose name I don't remember right now. Yeah. Turns out that um, Moe's actually told the Indian Mafia that Bear, Allura,
0: Jeez, and Willie Jack, Jack were, were all a
1: gang called the yeah. Reservation Bandits. And they're and, the
0: toughest people around. And Bear's like, why would you do that? I would also like to point out the Indian Mafia isn't the word Indian. It's the letter N-D-N.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so that's why they just got shot by paintballs. It's because Moe's told the indian mafia that they were the reservation bandits and the yeah. toughest gangsters
0: in town so from the way they phrase it i think the woman who moved in is like a relative to the girl who's in charge of the people we meet because her name's jackie so yeah
1: jackie moved in with her like aunt
0: m- i think yeah and her aunt is fine according to mo and miko but uh so jackie then also had her cousins initiated and here is where mo and miko speculate that Because they were just initiated that, you know, they've probably killed some people. And, uh, you know, maybe you guys should be careful because uh, they're pretty dangerous. And I think they're going to come for you guys next. So watch out. Be careful. Yeah. In fact, you know, they wanted us in the gang, but we kind of just want to see how this all plays out for.
1: Yep. We then cut to Rob and Cleo's market where the gang is all hanging out,
0: getting catfish. Mm -hmm. And we see Cheese just kind of staring at some stuff on the shelves. And we see Rob, clearly one of the proprietors of the place. He's just like, Cheese, if you're going to steal something, let me know so I can like write it off the book. You, you have to let me know.
1: That's how that, that's yeah, how it y- works.
0: You have, you have to let me know. So she just like grabs the sucker and holds it up, and Rob's like, "Okay, thanks. Let's, see, that's not that's all you have to do." It's a great scene. It's hilarious, and like,
1: yeah, stores do have to write all that stuff off, so it is easier for him if, if he like, knows
0: what's taken. Yeah,
1: but like at the same time, you're just telling them you stole it. Like, mm-hmm. but while they're sitting there eating their catfish, the driver who ha- had the potato chip truck, Mississippi Miles, is that his name?
0: That's what Rob calls him.
1: Ah, and he comes in the store and he comes up and he's talking to
0: Rob about He's talking to Rob at the desk about how he's had a really shitty day.
1: Yeah, Cleo drops off the catfish to the
0: crew. Yeah. And tells the crew that they look like shit.
1: Yep. And Mississippi Miles is talking to Rob and he's like, been a terrible day and Rob goes Yeah, I heard they're letting you go,
0: right? But it could be worse. Miles is just like Could it? I'm gonna let you handle this because I just took yeah. notes, just as took quotes. So I didn't take direct quotes. That was too much. But I have like the entire the the baseline difference between of rant. my
1: note taking and his note taking
0: for this show, at least, is I note he quote. So Rob's just like it could be worse. i just ah, I don't think so. So he starts going about all the shits. He's like, I got fired because the truck was stolen, and apparently, when the truck gets stolen on your watch, they just can't hold on to you, so let me go. And then my life, my wife just left me because I got fired and she took everything. I, I'm bankrupt. There's no food in the house. The only thing in the house is a bag of sugar and, you know, diabetes. So my toes are black. They're they're talking about taking my leg. We weren't designed to have only one leg. We ain't flamingos. And he just rants about that for a bit. And then Miles just like ends it all with, I guess it could be worse. And Rob was just like, uh, c- could it? And then Miles turns the head out and he kind of just leaves and We leave the scene with Miles talking to the four of them just like, enjoy your life, the laughter, the smiles, because you never know when all that shit could just disappear.
1: Um, it's, he says because you never know when a bunch of... Hooligans, uh, I think he said? Rascals. Rascals. Could could just steal the truck and make it all disappear. Yeah. And while Miles is talking to Rob about all this, Bear gets these, like, visions of Miles, like, in his face,
0: being like... Calling him, like, quickly a piece of shit. You feel
1: good about yourself, you piece of shit? You ruined my life. I'm gonna lose my foot because of you. So... I hope these new bad guys around are gonna, like, fuck you all basically. So we cut back to the secret base where mm-hmm. the group is all hanging around and Willie Jack signs to Laura he's like and she's like
0: why is Bear being such a little bitch?
1: Yeah, Laura shrugs and then throws something at Bear and he's like fuck off.
0: I'm depressed. And then she's just like
1: well, he know? doesn't say he's depressed because oh, yeah. cheese goes, "Are you depressed? 1 in 5 Native Americans suffer with depression." Yeah.
0: Because cheese is the is the best. yeah he, he's just like Oh, I love cheese so much. So then bears is talking about, like, well, we've done some really shitty stuff, and, like, I think we should, you know, like, give the truck back and help out and give back that money, you know, give the money to Miles so he can, like, maybe not lose his foot, because that's totally how diabetes works. You you just put money into your body and the diabetes goes.
1: And Willie Jack is like, fuck that, I ain't giving my money
0: back. And Willie Jack walks off, and then Allura and him are just arguing about it, and Allura...
1: Yeah, and Allura's argument is the entire place already is suck, it's already a shithole. Like, and
0: they should just get out. And
1: yeah, like what they're doing doesn't make it any worse than what it already is. And they're just doing what it takes for them to get out and survive. Yeah,
0: so she argues and storms off. And we end this scene with cheese just, well, now I'm depressed.
1: Yep. We then get a cut of Allura hanging out at the secret hideout by herself, looking at a picture of Daniel. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to Bear getting home that night and he sees Daniel under a streetlight, light but then blinks and Daniel's gone was it Daniel it was kind of
0: just a shadowy figure
1: yeah but he he's like it's he says daniel yeah he says daniel But then he blinks and that figure is gone
0: and then we start off the next morning he's just chilling on his bed listening to music when alora rolls up outside his window and knocks on it
1: but he has the window open so she kind of just knocks, knocks on, on the,
0: the window sill the board i, don't I mean know what that's the window sill is that what it's called I mean, kind of i guess i don't know window board i don't I... She knocks around the vicinity of something that is part of the window frame system. <laughs> and he takes his headphones off and she offers him a meat pie that Willie Jack made. And in- Indeed. They're kinda of just talking she's like, Well, I have my money, my part. Maybe we can buy the truck back for half of it. Because You're not gonna get it you're not gonna get money from Willie Jack or cheese. They spit most
1: Yeah, and he's she's like, Maybe we could tell those rednecks that the truck depreciated in value since we bought it since they bought it. So we didn't cut to the junkyard and they buy the truck back it has been it's basically just um it is axles and a little bit of frame and and no tires
0: what looked like the back door panel yep and kenny boy's like well, you guys lost this one but you'll have to fight
1: another day yeah hey what is it hokahe 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 children and then he's like hokahe means "'Tis a good day to die." It's Lakota, I think he says. Yeah, in Lakota. And Cheese goes, None of us are Lakota. None of us are Lakota. And Kitty Boy is the best answer to this. Like, oh God, he's like, he looks at Cheese and goes, Oh, not all of us can be perfect.
0: Yeah, and just walks off. I would also like to point out that Kitty Boy is also extremely white.
1: Not all of us can be perfect. As they're walking off, Ansel turns to Kitty Boy and goes, I thought it was a Kuna Matata.
0: Yeah. And then we cut to their secret base where they're having the memorial for Daniel.
1: They're all dressed in suits and, like...
0: Black outfits, black tie, you know.
1: There's not a lot that happens in this scene. They all just say they, that they love him and... and miss
0: when, him. And then they walk out of their secret
1: base. And the Indian Mafia drives by on them, doesn't shoot them or anything, just, like, has flicks the windows down, off. flicks
0: them off. And we see that the Indian Mafia's car in the back, the trunk, is just filled with copper.
1: And Lily Jack's like, that's our copper.
0: And then Bear's just like, that's our money.
1: Yep. I don't know if, like, that's copper that they had already stolen and just hadn't taken to the junkyard yet, or if, like... I assume it was
0: potential marks for more... Yeah, that makes sense. Like, street lamps that they were going to take and, copper from and shit.
1: Then Moz and Miko on their bikes ride past the group, and they're like... The Indian Mafia is telling everybody that you're at war with them. And then they're like, Oh, by the way, you're called the Reservation Dogs now because you didn't like the name Res Bandits.
0: Yeah, and they're kind of just like, What, what the fuck? But Moz and Miko take off. And all four of them are talking about how, like, well, we could just, like dip we've yep. almost got our money we can just get more and then dip and bear's just like i i can't do that i can't just run off like that that's that's not how this is gonna go i'm not gonna let them run me off and they all basically conclude that they are going to be vigilantes against them yep and as they all walk off movie style cheese kind of
1: chases after them and goes can i be if we're, if we're the reservation dogs can i be mr camouflage
0: yeah and then that's basically the end of the episode in the credits we see big just out in a field with like There's a bunch of dead Dead fish fish. around him. Yeah. Yeah. And then he goes to get in this car but It's locked.
1: Yep. So what's your take on this first episode, Justice?
0: So the show is definitely amusing. And all of the characters that we actually see are actually really appealing. Even the ones that don't really have any depth, they're still appealing characters. Plot-wise, the show doesn't really have one really at the moment. It's kind of just like, here's the situation. Now we're going to live a day in this life. It's very much like a slice of life show where it's just, we have a premise here. And then we're just going to exist in this premise, watching these people deal with what's going on in this, there doesn't appear to be a straightforward plot. So far, the plot is: we want to leave, we need money, go to LA, and um.
1: I would say the plot is more: we're trying to get money, and so we resemble gang activity.
0: Yeah, and honestly, now this I guess, actual gang thinks we're a gang. Yeah, I guess honestly, my conclusion of there doesn't appear to be a lot of plot in the episode comes more into the second episode, where there doesn't really appear to be like a giant cohesive plot between episode one and two and then in episode two altogether after the first episode yeah i definitely watch more it's enjoyable and i like the characters and i like the situation i like it's enjoyable
1: yeah you well i like the show in fact i'm the one that like kind of picked this i saw that it was i saw an article on my phone in my news feed about it i like clicked it read a little bit i was like ah i'm gonna go ahead and watch that so i watched the first two episodes and i was like yeah told justice about it we ended up watching it taking notes yeah i like the show uh there's four episodes right now on hulu I plan on watching the other two episodes after we finish recording this sometime tonight. But the show is, like, pitched and listed, and, like, anywhere you see it, it's listed as a comedy. And while it does have jokes, it like, it definitely has jokes, and it's definitely got humorous situations, it doesn't feel so much like a comedy. Like, not like what I would expect out of a 30-minute, like, comedy show on TV. It's very much not a sitcom. It is definitely not a sitcom. It totally doesn't, like, it just, the tone of the show doesn't feel like it's a comedy. It's, the the colors aren't right. The, like, dialogue and, like, situations in the show are, don't make for a comedy. Like you said, it feels more like a slice of life, but I still enjoy it a lot. Yeah. I enjoy the characters. Bear, like, each of the four main casts are incredibly memorable. They all have, like, their own personality, and, like, they're all very, like, obvious individual characters who have different thoughts and, like, beliefs and stuff. There we got, you have Bear, and he's, like, he's the only one that's, like, actively guilt-ridden about what they're doing yep but Alora like values the the friendship she has with the group over potentially escaping from this area like yeah well she wants to get out and she does blame the reservation for daniel's death she cares more about her friends and what how they're feeling than like getting out she's i don't know exactly where he sits on the whole like daniel thing but he she
0: just kind of feels like he's there and he's friends with people yeah and, and then, so you know and he doesn't really seem to have any giant moral impugnities about anything yeah he's just like i mean i i can do that and i don't feel any massive repercussions for it and i'm like but nine, i'm not a horrible person either
1: i'm also like 90 percent sure that most of the crime idea like has been has come from willie jack she's been like hey guys i know where these two cars are that they never lock the owners just don't lock the doors on these cars like yeah 100 percent, willie jack is that
0: person definitely feels like that
1: but yeah, that's my take. I, li- I like this first episode. I want to see more. It's a good show so far. So
0: then onwards to episode two, Indian Clinic. Spelled in-, in-, D- in. in All caps. So this episode, we start with Bear walking down an alley, I guess.
1: Yeah, listening to music. It's just
0: giant, a giant fucking massive alley with gra- with gravel. It's a small area of a town, so alley, it's not going to be like a giant city.
1: Yeah, he's walking it's down. more more like a side street. He's walking down this side street with, with headphones on, listening to music. And he gets jumped by the Indian mafia, four v one, and obviously gets his ass kicked. Yeah, I will say I expected, like, just from like a TV writing perspective, like that he would get a that he would get like a punch in.
0: He gets one and doesn't really even connect, and yeah. then he just gets the gets, shit beat out he gets, of him.
1: He, he makes zero connecting hits and like gets the shit kicked out of him.
0: Yep. And then he has another vision when he's unconscious here of William Knife then who um, doesn't appear on his horse this time. He's just taken a leak behind the dumpster in the alley.
1: And Knife Man suggests that he should have run. Yeah. Even Custard wishes he would have run.
0: Yeah. And Bear, he's kind of just talking about, like, that's how Bear should handle the Indian. And Bear's just like, it's fine. Not going to be here forever. And Knife Man's just like, of course you're not going to be here forever. You're going to die eventually. And he's just like, no, I'm day, not. Gonna...
1: From the day we die. Yeah. From the day we are born, we are
0: destined to die. And Bear's just like, no, I'm going to go to California. And then Knife Man's like, oh, so you're just going to run away? I like this immediate switch of, you shouldn't run away. Oh, so you're just going to run away, huh?
1: And then Knife Man is like, well, regardless, you should should go to the clinic for that nose. It looks kind of ugly.
0: Yeah. And we see Bear with the others now going to the clinic. He's going to head inside and the others are setting up to sell meat pies outside. Indeed they are. These are the same meat pies from the previous episode. The ones Willie Jack made. Being sold for three dollars. Honestly, not bad for a meat pie. Like, they're a pretty decent sized meat pie. Yeah.
1: So Bear goes into the clinic to sign in, and the receptionist in the clinic is a total asshole. Yeah. Uh, which is a like continuous through line for the entirety of the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, he, he's been here multiple times. So his mother works here. He's like, don't you have my stuff on file? Yeah. He's like...
0: filling out his paperwork, and she takes it back when she notices he gets a bit of blood on it because his nose is still bleeding. Yeah, And hands him a new paperwork to start filling out. And she's like, don't, don't you have my information on file? My mom works here. And then I've once he has his paper times.
1: turned in, he's like, do you have any idea how long the wait is? And she's like, well, you've been here so often. You should know how long the wait is. Which is not how that fucking works.
0: Oh, yeah. And also when he mentions his mom, he asks her not to inform her. Which, because I assume he's under the age of 18, doesn't stand. But her response isn't, because he's like, doctor, patient, protocol. Because he says protocol instead of confidentiality. Her response is, I'm not a doctor. But as someone working in a medical field like that, you're not allowed to give anyone's information away. Even if you're not the doctor, you're going to get your fucking ass fired. And I'm assuming she might be a nurse working in the front desk. She would still lose her nursing's life.
1: Yep. So, so we then cut the cheese who is walking around in the clinic. He's supposed to jar a jar filled with those mini candy bars, like those Hershey's mini candy bars. You know, Crackle, Mr. Good Bars, those candies you can't find full size of. But for some reason, they Which still- Which
0: is disappointing. I want a giant good-
1: but for some reason, they still put in these mini-sort sort packs, even though nobody likes them. Um, fight me.
0: <laughs> fucking fight me. Good bar, man.
1: <laughs> it's funny, because that's the same thing I was going to say before you interrupted me. I realized. But well, fight me. <laughs> but he like grabs a handful of them, and then the optometrist's reception like is like, those
0: are only for... No, she walks in, and he, he immediately goes to put them back, and she's like, those are free. And he goes to take more, and she's just like, for patients." He goes he goes to put them back, and she's like, you can take one. So he takes one out, and he's just like...
1: Gah! um and she's like well you're here how are your eyes he's like think they're good and, and she's like well re- read the chart behind me she's one of those like typical eye charts the one yeah. that has like a giant e on top and and
0: the first three letters i remember it's a big e in the middle that was an f and a p yeah and he she's like just try to read that for me start at the top
1: i, I we had a couple of cancellations today we can fit you in if you need a checkup and he's like okay whatever he's like uh, z and she's like the top start at the top he's like p that she's like, oh, God, <laughs> you need a, like, yeah. oh, let me get you scheduled in here. Who's your uncle? Like, who, Charlie,
0: like, Johnson, whatever. Like,
1: do you have any family? Mom, yeah. dad? The, we, land, we land on his uncle. Um. Outside, though, Allura is sitting with Willie Jack, and she starts complaining well, that her stomach's hurting.
0: There's actually another thing here, and it's Big is just, once again, we see Big actually hitting on Bear's mom. Oh, yes. And his attempt to hit on her is He's talking telling... about how he was poised with his gun, slowly pressing down on the trigger as he sees a guy coming across on a bike getting slowly farther and farther away it's a
1: story about how he almost killed his best friend one time and it's like,
0: unclear if he did kill his best friend or not because he talks about how there's a tear coming down his cheek and god was just asking him if he would be okay with it and then rita cuts him off before we find out if he killed his best friend or not and she's yeah. just like shouldn't you be out like catching criminals don't you or
1: do you have like a doctor's appointment like yeah. what are you doing and she runs him off yeah um then we mm-hmm. cut to outside where laura and willie jack are sitting and laura starts complaining for stomach hurting Next to them, outside the clinic, is...
0: Fixico, what was his name. Fixico, yeah. And Who, he... He's selling, according to his sign, real medicine.
1: Yeah, so they're like...
0: So traditional medicine, okay.
1: Herbal remedies and whatnot, you know, shit that doesn't work.
0: I mean, some of it actually can work for minor stuff, but not for major things like a broken nose.
1: Yeah, so, uh, Willie Jack's like, you got anything for a stomach egg over there?
0: And he looks and just kind of shakes his head and, um...
1: But, like, actually, before she does, before Willie Jack asks if there's anything, she, like, Laura starts complaining over her stomach, and Willie Jack's like, you have any of the meat pies?
0: Yeah. And, uh, like, Laura's like, N- no. And Willie just, like, looks relieved.
1: But Laura okay, has please. had some of the meat pies. She had one yesterday.
0: Yeah. But not any of this batch. Maybe it's a different batch. Anyways. We don't know how long the day difference is between these two setups.
1: That's a fair point. I might be missing something here. I'm just gonna jump to what my notes say. From there, we jump to Cheese, and he's being seen by the optometrist.
0: Um, there was a thing from Fixico when he's talking to them, uh, when she realizes he doesn't have medicine, which is also like oh, yeah. later I think, but they cut back and forth between these and so we can go to mash them together. He doesn't have the medicine and before when we first saw them, he was talking about how he should be careful because it's busy on Mondays at the clinic and someone might curse them and they might wake up a white man. Yep. And so when he doesn't have medicine, Willie just looks at a lawyer and is just like looks like you gotta go to the white man for help. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah then we cut to cheesy seeing the optometrist who i recognize the actor same but the, he's an asian actor and he's and like that actually comes up in this scene i'm not just calling mm-hmm. him out for being asian not what i'm doing Cheesy's being seen by the optometrist who is like okay i need to dilate your eyes and she's like why and he's like well you know to check for diseases and like thinning retinas and stuff
0: but i don't have diseases
1: and she's like well i don't have any diseases and the doctor's like you won't know until i check and he's and he's like you know, you're lucky. If we were in the olden days, you'd already be dead—a bear or a tiger, tiger would attack you.
0: Survival of the fittest, and you're not the fittest. And she's just like, well, neither are you.
1: And the doctor's like, yeah, but you have to do this because sometimes Native American eyes—they just fall out. So, so, and Asians too, sometimes.
0: Yeah, and then we have Alora going to check uh, in. Hold on,
1: is that medical fact?
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Do, do fact. Your Native
1: American eyes sometimes just fall out. Is that a thing?
0: Yep, totally, definitely a thing. Uh,
1: anyway, <laughs> Alora. And Willie are still at the table outside, and this guy who was riding a bike past Bear when he was getting beat up stops to get some meat pies. He's like, they good? And Willie's like, Damn yeah, right, basically. They're the best. And he's and like, well, I'll let you know what I think. And she's like, I don't give, give a, fuck a fuck what, what you think. think.
0: And he's like, also, I saw a Bear get beat up, and he was crying his ass off.
1: Yep. He ends up buying two of the meat pies. Yeah. So...
0: And then that's actually where the interaction is with Allura having her upset stomach.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. But whatever.
0: Bad. So she goes inside and she also has to talk to the annoying lady at the desk. Yeah. Who's just like, have you got, have you tried to go to the bathroom? And Laura's like, it's, I... it's not, it's not that, it's something else. And she's like, oh, okay. Then types into the computer. Something, something else. else. Yeah. And then Allura going to walk away is just like, wait a minute. Goes back and she's like, we're selling meat pies on front if anyone wants any. And then the lady's just like, hey, uh, talking to everyone behind her in the like, staff area. This girl who's in here because of a stomach ache is selling meat pies. Does anyone want any? It feels like defamation. Like yeah, you're there's trying, no you're trying correlation to... is not causation.
1: Like she has had nothing to do with making the meat pies.
0: Yeah, she's literally she's just not been outside the where they're being sold.
1: Yeah, like anyways, Laura goes back outside to wait to get called, and then Bear comes back outside to wait.
0: No, 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 You missed a great scene. If you're trying to put bear on set already, okay. Big and bear meet at a vending machine. Oh, yeah, I skipped that scene. And big is bear is getting something from the machine. And big walks up and he goes, "White man's bullets." Bear's just like, "What?" And big goes, "Why? I said white man's bullets." What? Sugar. The white man made it because they knew we had a Uh, sweet sweet tooth. tooth. We we still fight in chemical warfare. And Uh, bear's just like, "Well, what'd you come over here to get?" Big's response is an energy drink. It's made out of energy. energy and uh it's organic organic Organ-tick. organ and then tick or yeah organic and big just bear just looks at big and walks off because that is the only appropriate fucking response there. i love how stupid big
1: is i know big in real life i have met this so man. many big um but then yeah bears outside with alora and willie and he's like he's talking to them and he's like man it's hard to be a leader er- everybody lying on you and everything and willie and will are like the fuck you, you talk about Big Head came by and told us that you were crying when you got your ass kicked. And he's like, yeah. how was it, crying?
0: Also in this scene, we see the Indian, I think they're driving by, or we see them briefly real quick.
1: Yeah, they're driving by.
0: And then we go back inside with more desk stuff. and Because Bear gets called inside. Mm, yeah, With desk stuff and the nurse. And it's just the he doesn't show up with the, his address doesn't match. And so he it's has just to correct that. it. And while that's going on, Elora gets called back and he's just like, what the fuck? Why did she get called back? Yep. So and then the nurse comes, just kind of smirks at him nastily as he sits back down.
1: Then we cut out back outside where we Cheese and Willie Jack are at the table. Moe's, Miko, and Big are all there, tr- like, not necessarily all buying meat pies. Moe's and Miko are, but Big's like, they got onions in them. Yeah. And Willie's like, yeah. He's like, onions give me gas. And then Cheese is wearing those, like,
0: sun S- like, those, those shitty plastic sunglasses. glasses that are, like, made of that wrap around your head and they're for when your eyes have been dilated so you don't destroy them with sunlight. And. Then, he's just eating a bag of flaming Flamers. And Big notices the Flamin' Flamers and goes, Where'd you get those? Where'd you get those chips? And she's just like, uh, uh. And then I think it's Miko that jumping yeah, in and like, Migo. That's the bag I gave you earlier, right? We got it, we got it from um, uh, Robin, Robin, Robin Cleo's. Cleo. Yeah. And Big's just like, Truck of those got stolen. I hope you're not buying them on the black market or nothing.
1: It, like, it always feels like for a second Big is kind of getting it.
0: And then just his brain swerves.
1: Yeah. He's like, oh, that's what you, you stole those. And he's like, nope. Buying them on the black market. Yeah. Anyways... We come from here to, to cheese walking through the
0: clinic. Mm-hmm. Just walk. Someone has let this kid into the back of the clinic where it's set up almost more like a hospital because they like individual patient rooms. Yeah. And they're just letting him walk around. And um, as he's walking past her room, an old woman calls on to him. An old calls blind him, woman. Yeah. yeah. Calls him grandson. And he's just like, uh, she's like, do you come to see me? He's like, uh, no. It's saying no to the fact that he's not her grandson. But she's just like, oh. Uh, and he's like, why not? And he's like, um, um, I've, I've been busy with school. So he just kind of rolls with that for a moment. And he gets stuck uh, with
1: her for the rest of the episode. Um, Yeah. yeah,
0: Like this scene kind of tapers off with her talking about how she didn't expect to be here in the uh, hospital. She just wants to be outside again. Yeah.
1: And the bear somehow finds himself in the like maintenance area of the clinic with a guy named Leon.
0: There's actually an explanation for this towards the very, very end.
1: Oh yeah. Leon is is Willie Jack's dad. Yeah. Leon is Willie Jack's dad. I didn't catch that at the end, but I remember the first time I watched
0: it. Yeah. And uh, he's just working on a weed eater back there.
1: Yeah, the two are talking. They're talking about nothing really. Bear's like, "You used to be in martial arts, like
0: you used to know martial arts, right? C- could you teach me?" And Leon's just like, "Lesson number one: stop blocking fists with your face."
1: Yep. And then Bear sees a picture of all of the group with Daniel before he died. He's like, "Oh, I have never seen this picture before." And Leon's like, "Oh, you could have it if you want. I can just got put a, another
0: one." I've got a laser jet printer, and he goes off about like all the like details Technical about stuff. It. Yeah and
1: it sounds like he's making stuff up he's, he's like it's got a future, future jet something or another
0: uh like, copper tip something or other yeah and so Bear takes the picture and, and that's kind of just the end of that scene
1: yep um we then got to laura who's being seen by the doctor who's also the optometrist yeah and he's like you been eat anything weird and she's like what do you mean he's like sand, sand rocks, rocks glass. glass and she's like I I, I I don't eat sand or glass not, not really. Nothing not about rocks. rocks. She, she doesn't rule that out. He's like, he's like, well, something you're eating. What are you eating? And She's like, uh, flaming,
0: flamers? And he's like, how many a day? One, one, tea, t- ten? T- ten, give or take, ten to fourteen.
1: Yeah. He's t- like, t- t- stop, just stop. Like, That's, uh, <laughs> that
0: that can kill you. Just stop it. Why? She's,
1: she's like, they're
0: good though. And he's like, it could kill you. Bread and soup, like white bread and soup. Take it easy. <laughs> and <laughs> you just walk out like. And you know, I get that. I get that sentiment. Like people are so fucking dumb sometimes like why why would you do that
1: um bear then gets called back and it's the same doctor again he, go, he looks at him he's like
0: aren't you the optometrist and the doctor's just like i'm the everything doctor the back doctor the ass doctor the foot doctor
1: yep and so like the doctor kind of uses this to like suss out if bear's mom's in a relationship or anything
0: well at first he seemed much more like kind of dumb with it all like he had been with cheese and laura but the moment Bear mentions that his mom works here, he's like, "Oh yeah, Rita. You know, she's a joy to have around. She's just so great."
1: What's your dad think about you getting punched in the nose? And Bear's like, "Dad's not around very often." He's like, "Oh, mm-hmm." And so he, he the doctor uses this to try to, like suss out if Rita's single. But yeah, um, eventually he's just like, here, "Your nose is swollen. I got you some ibuprofen." And Bear's like, "So
0: put a cooling pack on it.
1: So I shouldn't fight for a while." The doctor goes, nah, find as much as she you won. want and just leave. Yeah, which is crazy. he, like, he's simultaneously the worst
0: doctor and the best doctor ever. He has the traits of doctors that I like. That was, like, no fucking bullshit. It's just, like, if you're an idiot, they're gonna tell you you're a fucking idiot. Like, yep. my old family doctor used to do that and it was fucking great. Like, I love that type of bedside manner. I just like, if I did something fucking dumb, tell me I did something fucking dumb. I probably deserve it.
1: A bear did tell the doctor, though, that, like, he got punched in the face because he's the leader of a gang and yeah. he got jumped. So the doctor then goes to talk to Rita. And, and he's just like, You've raised such a wonderful kid. He's just great. I bet it was tough to teach him how to, like, hunt and, and fish. And, fishing. And she's like, I can hunt and fish. She's like, Great. I would love to go hunting to with you, you guys.
0: I would love uh, to go hunting soon. Again. Again.
1: Um. Like she's like, why are you asking? Why are you talking about my son? He's like, <clears throat> I just treated him. He 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 had his nose broke, busted from a, from a gang fight, and she's just
0: like, what? And takes off.
1: So then outside, the Indian mafia have like posted up on Bear's car. They're like mm-hmm. sitting and leaning against it. So the Res Dogs, Sands Cheese because Cheese is currently busy with his grandmother. Yep. Um, like go to get in a fight with the Indian Mafia but Bear's mom comes running out of the clinic yeah, she's it. like,
0: these are the assholes that beat you up? Yeah, they're all like right up in each other's face trash talking, you know, kind of puffing up. No one has exchanged even a shove or anything yet.
1: And then Big runs out and like separates it and is like, you know, I could arrest I could run you.
0: I could run you all in right now.
1: You no, know, he, he goes, you know, I, I
0: could arrest you. You know, I could arrest you. No, if you're looking for the quote I've been using lately. Oh it's, yeah, sorry. Do you want to get arrested? Do you know I can arrest you? God. Watch I'm- Zombieland Saga, by the way.
1: There's a cop in that show. He's the fucking like embodiment of a Yeah,
0: just just watch the Zombieland Saga. Just a side note, Zombieland Saga. Watch it. Do you want to get arrested?
1: I, you know, I can arrest you. That's what Big does here. And then the Indian mm-hmm. mafia kind of disperse.
0: Call and... Bear Mama's boy, and we kind of just in the episode. Yep. Well, they're almost, but the actual end is we see we see Cheese walking by Bear. are back in the clinic in the halls. Bear's just like, "What are you? What are you doing?" And Cheese is like, "It's my grandma." And walks around outside, parks on the curb, he pulls out like a little lawn chair, sits down in it, and they just watch the clouds come by. Yep. Enjoy the breeze. That's the end of the episode. Yep. So, Justice, reservation
1: dogs, go. What do you think of oh. this episode and the show as a whole so far?
0: I really enjoy the show. Again, I love so many of the side characters that we even get for a bit. And it's just enjoyable. It is comedic, but not overly comedic, which is often drained drain too much of my opinion sometimes. And my favorite, favorite part about the comedy is there's no annoying canned laughter anywhere because it's not a fucking sitcom
1: the only spot that would even need canned laughter is like the uh
0: nothing we never uh, need canned laughter because canned laughter would have been shoot or- and in with the that's your cue pull cue joke
1: Well no, no no like the only only like scenes that would have even been appropriate for canned laughter would be the william knife man scenes speaking of there's a william knife man scene in the clinic which i guess would imply that bear has a concussion because as he's walking to his room in the clinic
0: um, he just sees William Knife Benson sitting on a table yeah, waiting yeah. for a doctor. Yep. But no, I definitely enjoy it. And like I said, I think it's very much like kind of slice of life where we just have this premise set up. And we're going to see maybe a bit of plot evolution as it goes forward, but not a lot, not quickly. And it's really just more of a day in the life of these people.
1: It reminds me of some other comedies like Curb Your Enthusiasm in that regard.
0: Yeah. Like it doesn't like. Or Arrested Development. Yeah. It has except a... those feel more sitcomy than this.
1: Arrested does. Development strictly feels sitcomy. Curb your enthusiasm, enthusiasm not less so, so,
0: yeah. Yeah, I was just kind of thinking about how they pace their show. Yeah. And um, just as a thing I want from this show, just one thing strictly, it's not even necessary, I just kind of want it. And I vaguely wanted it at the beginning of episode one, but the end of episode one made me really want it. And that's just, I actually want Big to deal with supernatural shit, but none of it ever occurs or happens to anyone else. It's just big dealing with supernatural shit in the background by himself.
1: I think it would have been excellent if that was just the end credits of every episode. So just
0: like weird shit, big gets into like that's what I was hoping for with these end credits. I was just like, give me more big weird shit happening. Yeah, but either way, show is good. Definitely check out Reservation Dogs.
1: Yeah, four episodes are out now on Hulu. Uh, maybe four. Maybe episode four might come out tomorrow night. M- I think it comes Monday out- the twenty third.
0: Yeah, because I think it's episode three, and I think the fourth one shows it's there but not there there yet. Yeah, Absolutely. so.
1: It's a great show. I, I like it a lot. I plan on watching more of it. I'm going to keep it with this entire first season. This is my new weekly show. I don't have anything like that right now. I'm waiting on the return of the rookie. And I'm waiting on the return of the rookie. <laughs> um, there's nothing else weekly worth watching right now, in my opinion, other than Hell's Kitchen. I'm a Hell's Kitchen bum. Yeah. But yeah, this show is great. I'm going to watch it. I'm really excited because it's very different than most of what you get on TV. Like, and I like it a lot. My fear is, though, because it's very different, that if you don't go watch it, it's not going to get a season
0: two. Which would be depressing. So you should definitely go check it out.
1: I, a lot of shows I really liked never got a season two. You you specifically didn't Whoever you watch Whoever you are,
0: it. it's your fault. You didn't watch it and it didn't get a season two. It's, it's your, your fault. Firefly never got a second season. Jeez. I don't care what age you are. You could be five years old. I'm still going to blame you. It's your fault. Firefly can, never can got a second season. you
1: imagine season. having that on your shoulders? It's like... Being your fault that S- that Firefly got canceled.
0: Do you know how many nerds are upset about that? Be- and it's all your fault. If they knew who you were... You're lucky we're not going to tell them. We're not that mean. We won't tell them it was you specifically. But you know who you are.
1: But yeah, go watch this so it doesn't get canceled. So nobody has to blame you for this. Like, we're blaming you for Firefly.
0: Yeah. So, if you want to, you know, maybe talk about the show with us...
1: Or tell us why you let Firefly get canceled.
0: You can find us and do those things by coming to our site at copilotsreview.simplecast.com which has, have... the,
1: which has the links for all of our social medias including our twitter which is at Copilots Review, our email which is copilotsreview at gmail.com
0: it has a link to our discord where we have a little section called episode discussion where you can just straight up talk about this episode or any else that we've listened to or you can even suggest other shit for us to watch so that you Want to tell us to watch so it doesn't get canceled, so you don't blame us for it getting canceled.
1: There's also a section on our Discord that is strictly for you to tell us why we're wrong about being human, the US version of the show, not being the best vampire media ever made.
0: You can't do it. It's impossible.
1: It's literally impossible. Being human is still the best vampire media ever made, and it's your fault we didn't get
0: a season four. Uh, Season five, right? We have season four, just never got a DVD. hmm, Box set. That's right. It's your fault it never got a season five. Or a DVD box set for Season 4. I'm going to blame you for that, too. Anyways, thanks for flying with us. And please, fly again soon.